Yeah, because the way the way we're brought up, talking about your feelings, that's some white shit. We're not. Perhat. Kurat. I'm really sorry if I'm butchering this. Kurat. Kurat. Can I get two more takes? Kurat. Kurat. I don't even. I'm so white. I'm embarrassingly white. Kurat. 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 Oh God, where am I going? Kurat. It's pronounced jurhat. It's an Indonesian term. It literally means rambling about your feelings. So enjoy our jurhat. Hello, you're listening to When We Jurhat, where two friends record their discussions about life and force other people to listen to their endless ramblings. <laughs> I'm Clar. I'm Nabila. Why do you sound like we're forcing? <laughs> no, I, we're not forced. Okay, anyway, okay. Hi, hi, everyone. I'm Nap. I'm the distracted one. Um, so this this time we're talking about feelings and being listened to, feeling understood and misunderstood. Let's just head to it. Let's just get on with it. Yeah. Okay. Like we're not forcing people. <laughs> this is just you know. If you want to listen, please listen. If you don't want to, just leave. But I hope yeah, I think they got, I hope they got that. All right. Wait. So, so Clara, where did you get the idea to talk about this topic? So basically, we're you know trying to figure out different topics about what we can talk about, and we want to talk about a lot of things. And so I thought, okay, what better way to start this podcast by talking about feelings because that's basically what we do. <laughs> it's kind of meta. Who should think so? Yeah, we're talking about what we're so, talking about. Yeah. So the you know the basic theme of our podcast is us sharing things with each other and to be able to share things with each other we talk about our feelings yeah. so today we're talking about talking about our feelings who do you talk about your feelings to and what you're looking for and your friends when they're listening and a feeling listened to is so great i don't know if it feels like it feels like you're being understood which i think i think um honestly it's like the essence of Churhating, you know, sharing your feelings. Usually, I hope someone understands me or try to listen to me when I share things. Yeah, and I also I thought about this topic because it's so important. Because for a lot of people, myself included, talking about your feelings is so hard. It's like it is hard though. I I don't want to do it because it makes me feel so uncomfortable. But when you do do it, it like makes you feel better. It it's definitely something you should do. But the moment before you do it, it's like. I don't want to. Feelings suck. But but but, but sometimes it's like so inst- like because like okay sometimes you talk about feelings. I'm so easy. Blah blah blah. It's not like it doesn't require you to be that vulnerable. But there, there are other things that you know could could incite negative emotion. I think that's the difficult one. And I, to be honest, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I do that a lot. Or at least like usually I talk when I feel like I'm ready and I can stay composed about sharing my feelings. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's like different. I guess levels of intensity of the feeling. Sometimes it's just like, oh man, I feel so good today. I'm in a good mood, or like, oh, that's a shitty day. I don't feel like doing anything. And when do you weird. share? Like, when do you normally share? Because I overshare. I well, if you guys know me personally, I overshare <laughs> to all my friends who I feel comfortable sharing with. <laughs> so there's that. Well, I'm on the other spectrum where I don't usually share, and it's there are like so many reasons to it first it's like oh my feelings aren't that important no one's gonna care and also like it's no one's business I don't want to bother anyone or like oh, okay. um I I get 
moody a lot so sometimes when I have like a certain feeling I know that the feeling's not gonna last so I think what's the point in telling people how I feel now when like still, soon it's gonna disappear do you still feel that now though you uh, yes <laughs> I'm working on it where I sometimes I like also think okay but like if this is something that's been building up I need to release it somehow um yeah so, I think releasing is uh Well, I think for me, I think the reason why I overshare is because I, I, to me at this point in my life, I feel like oversharing is almost like a need. You know, like I think I, I need that human interaction. I think it's because I'm an extrovert, but also it, like sharing things, like talking it out loud to people help me process my thought. Like, I don't know if it's the same for you or different. I feel like different people are different, but for me, that's, that's been more central to me as I grow older. <laughs> Which is like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna own it anyway. You know that I like oversharing. I mean, it hasn't always been like I, I haven't always been feel as comfortable. FYI. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very true though that when you do talk about it with someone, there's this sort of like release that makes you feel better, and like yeah. it's definitely important to talk about it. But I, I don't know. For me, at least, the before and after talking about feelings, it's it's very hard for me because before. Before talking about it, it's sort of like the paranoia starts up where it's like, man, this is wasting people's time. Or what if they judge me? Oh, yeah, there's they understand? I don't know how they're going to respond to my feelings. I don't know how they're going to react. And then the after, after like the relief of like, oh, finally, I can let it out. There would be, at least for me, there would be a moment where it's like, Ah, uh, fuck! I should not have shared. Wait, really? You, you, you've, you felt that before? Like you felt like you overshared? Sometimes, sometimes, uh. yeah. Because this would be at least this was back when I don't regularly open up. So when I do open up, it's like a whole flood of everything that's been repressed. Opening up is hard, man. <laughs> yeah, so opening up is hard. Before I was, before I was able to do it in a way where I, um. You know, do it in a concise way where I really think about what I'm saying instead of just blurting it out. You know, I would feel like really bad about having told people how I felt because that's so interesting. It, because it's I'm like revealing to them my vulnerability, and then I would feel embarrassed and ashamed afterwards. For me, it's just like I I don't think I I, I don't share things that would make me vulnerable. At least it takes a long time for me to do that to be able to do that at least three years like my my mark my, my <laughs> i guess it's different in our case i just somehow it's like easy to talk about these like things right no yeah that's good we're two very different people i feel because like you share a lot but you know when to like limit yourself before you share the parts that are most vulnerable i think it's like for me i share a lot of things on the surface but for the deep stuff i'm selective about who to, who do i share it with or to i think for me I don't share anything, like not even like surface stuff, but when, but because like I don't have any release to anything, when I do break down, I release everything. Oh. Oh. But it's better now. I don't do yeah. that anymore. No, I feel like I've gotten better too. Well, I think, I think most, I hope most of us are getting better at like talking about our feelings and knowing ourselves because I definitely felt that you know, between like 22, I'm 23 now, between 22, 23, I definitely like, oh my God, yes, I know how to talk about this more. I know how to recognize why I'm feeling certain things more. 
Yeah, because like the more we do talk about it, like the more we actually have to verbalize our thoughts and feelings, and the more we do it, the more we understand them. And so, like, it happens simultaneously where you're trying to explain people to people how you feel, and as you're explaining it, you understand it better. So along the way, you're just talking, and then you're like, "Oh, that's how I feel." Yeah, how、oh, I understand it now. <laughs> yeah, and then and then understanding it. Why is it important? We have, did we touch on that? Like we haven't talked about like why is it important to actually share feelings? I mean, you do you. You don't want to share it. You don't feel comfortable sharing it. Don't. But just you know, be mindful of the fact that if you bottle things up, it may like blow up unexpectedly. Oh, it、and、definitely happened to just, me before. <laughs> yes, and that's just not fun. Not fun for you. Not fun for everyone around you. And it's just plain awkward, especially when tears are involved. Trust me, I know. Are you are you chirhating right now? Are you? Are you is this? Is that? Yes. This is years of experience of randomly years of crying. Listen, listen, listen to Clara, guys. No, but I, I can relate to that like, to some extent, or at least, although I, I feel like I think I've gotten better at not bottling things up. But my tendency, dude, I think it's like、um, I, I internalize my Javanese and Indonesian culture. To swallow your feelings, or to just like accommodate other people, the people around you,、um, I definitely internalize that. But I realize that now, so that's cool. Yeah, because the way the way we're brought up, talking about your feelings, that's some white shit. We're not. I know. No, honestly, I I I I I see. I think so too. But but to be fair, though, I have I have a white friend who. Who has a more Asian Asian upbringing, meaning that、um, talking about mental health and feeling is not encouraged, like that that stereotype. But I know a white friend who's also like that. But in general, I think I at least I still see it or perceive it as a very Western thing, because you know I wasn't brought in that kind of family. I wasn't. It wasn't even encouraged. Like there's a culture to not talk about your emotion, and in fact, I don't even know. If we have the skill to do that, sometimes, yeah, because there's we don't prioritize it. It's somewhat of a oh, it's something you feel. Then you can easily just not feel it. Like you feel stressed, just don't feel stressed. Yeah, I know.、If、you feel sad,、oh、get over it. You feel like shit, don't bother other people about it. I mean, it's gonna yeah, pass. That's the that's the kind of no. I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's like sometimes, even though sometimes it's not like verbalized. That's the kind of I guess attitude or culture that's encouraged in my and not just my family, but just like even my extended family or just general culture that I was raised. Like feeling that you know you always have to be presentable. You always have to have your feelings together. Only focus on the positive thing. And yeah, we're we're talking in general. Of course, we're not saying that like all these families are like that. But just generally speaking, that's this is like the type of pattern. There is no、um, what do you call it? There's no Um, platform or avenue to express my feelings. At least when I was a kid, or at least it wasn't. I wasn't able to express it comfortably. Oh my god, guys! I'm going really deep here.、Uh, like to- talking about back, like yeah, talking about like、um, childhood and how it affect. I guess the way I express my emotion today and learn how to express it better. Because also, I feel、uh, as a child when you do talk about your feelings and. Or at least, like for me, when I see other people talk about their feelings, and then after that person leaves, I hear 
other people talk about that person and be like, oh man, she's just looking for attention. Oh, so you experienced that before. Yeah, so it's like uh, from me witnessing what happens when someone talks about their feelings it makes you realize kayak, oh talking about your feelings it's discouraged jadi lu, lu yeah. ada kayak negative affiliation when you talk about your feelings because people gossip yes. people kayak what do you call it? insult I guess yeah, not really insult but sort of like she's talking about her feelings why she's yeah, just looking for attention just just like the connotation that if you do talk about share share things that are like you know personal and you're being vulnerable Sometimes, not all the times, but like sometimes you're perceived as either weak or looking for attention. Oh, that's or... so true. That's so sad. No, oh my God, dude, we're like identifying the things that contributes to our ability to express feelings. So I mean, um, I agree though. I, th- I think a lot of what we saw during teenager and as a kid is really like, if I hadn't reflect, I wouldn't have realized it when I'm older. It's like I I don't like talking about feelings. You know, I, I try, I try to keep it light in most conversation. I think growing up, we also realize that not only that there are some bad connotations to talking about your feelings, but like when you do, the response you get from people isn't necessarily what you're looking for, or it oh, does, it so makes you feel true. even worse. Because yeah. um, oh, the true. natural the no. natural response for someone when like someone reach opens up to them, they're gonna. It okay. Let me rephrase that. So when I open up to people, the people I open up to tend to think, "Oh no, she needs help." So I'm gonna give her some advice, give her a solution to a problem that she has. But the thing is, I just I didn't ask for a solution. And when they give me the solution, it feels like, "Oh, why are you worried about that when you can just fix it like this?" And so in yeah. trying to give me a solution to my problem, it sort of makes me feel like they're invalidating. My feelings, Ooh, that's, as if, that's, that's, yeah, as that's, if what I'm feeling, I shouldn't feel this way. I feel bad for no reason because I can fix it so easily. Because they're like, "Oh, you're stressed. Just take a break." And I'm like, "If I knew that, <laughs> if, if, if it's that easy, <laughs> like, like, okay." Um, have you ever felt misunderstood? Yeah, well, all the that's, time. <laughs> have you ever oh felt God. understood? I think that's the most important question. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I felt understood before. Yes, and it felt really good. Who understood you? Me? <laughs> you? You definitely. Yeah, you definitely did. No, I think it's. I think it's like as I grow up, many people understand me more, which is amazing. And I think it has something to do with the fact that I understand myself more too, and then I can communicate it, and then I connect with other people who share similar experience. So I think the more I understand myself the more I can find people who understand me. Yeah, I think like a lot of it is like, okay, the more you understand yourself, the more you're better at opening up to people and being able to explain how you feel. And that makes it easier for them to understand what you what you need. Uh, but what are you... Okay, I think this is something we should talk about. What do we look for in someone we confide to? What makes oh a good God. listener? Oh shit! That's that's the question, isn't it? That's the question. That's the that's the key question, I think, in like talking about being understand and misunderstood. Yeah, because like again, like we mentioned earlier, sometimes oh, talking question, about dude. our feelings, ta- sometimes talking about our feelings, the results can 
depend on who we talk about our feelings to and sometimes that's true, that's true. if we um if we're talking to like a specific person that person might end up making you feel even worse i think i think there's like some moments where i wish the other person understands me more or like i wish the other person tried to listen more because like i think it feels very like it's it's frustrating. It's it's frustrating when, especially when the, the when the people is like I, I consider them like close enough or like a family member, and then they're not understanding. Like it feels there's a distance there. You know, it feels like you're not very appreciated. At least to me, that's how I felt when I feel like I'm not being heard enough. It's like oh, there's a distance with this person who I consider like not connecting. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the word it's like you're not con- like you want to connect but you're not connecting to the extent that you wish to connect wow yeah so sometimes it's like trial and error I guess <laughs> when you start opening up to people where you realize there are certain people who would react a certain way to what you were telling them and it affects you negatively so you realize okay I shouldn't talk about that topic with this person and eventually Hopefully, you find the person that you can talk to about that specific topic who might like understand it better, be able to accept your feelings, and know that um, what type of s- space you need to feel comfortable, to feel safe. A lot of the times, it's just trial and error trying to figure out who you can talk to, and sometimes yeah. it's hard because you have to go through a lot of shitty people who yeah. make you feel shitty oh, before I'm you sorry. Find, <laughs> yeah, before you find the one person who you can like keep coming back to but yeah it it is important to have that like circle of friends and family who you feel comfortable opening up to oh dude I know I remember something sorry I'm like not being judged that's one that's that I think I I more I feel more safe and more comfortable if I if I just like share to other people and they don't judge me or they don't try to invalidate it yeah knowing like if that that person won't make you feel as if you're in the wrong because of how you feel because I know a lot of the times when I say when I talk about how I'm feeling very sad about something there would be some people who would try to make me happier by saying oh why are you sad you shouldn't be sad look at all these good things that are happening in your life you should be grateful the word should that's super it like the word should applied in emotion is really interesting because dude i'm not done talking oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need to be better at listening sorry go ahead no, no. the whole time every, okay see this is what it's always like with Nub she talks a lot and I love that about her but since we're recording and I'm gonna edit this it's gonna be hell so I'm like I'm thinking about this from an editing perspective no it's okay it should be alright um, finish your story but yeah anyway so there are all these moments when people try to make you, they have good intentions and they try to make you feel better by telling you, oh, you shouldn't feel bad. Here's all the reasons why you should feel good. And then with them telling you all these things that you should be grateful for or all these reasons to be happy instead of being sad, it makes you feel as if they're invalidating your feelings, as if your problems weren't real. And the fact that you feel sad or you feel angry or any negative emotions that you feel, it's wrong. It shouldn't be there. 
And, you know, it. I, I get how people would think, oh, let's give them reasons to be happy, tell them why they should be grateful. That would make them like feel better. It does not. It makes us feel worse because what you're doing is you're telling us that we are feeling bad for no reason at all. And it makes us feel shit. <laughs> no, I, 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 I agree. No, I agree because um, I think I, I'm pretty sure my parents do this unintentionally. Like, I don't think their intention is to harm. But at least growing up, you know, you get that a lot. Like, you should feel grateful or you should be happy because you have a home. You know, that, that kind of... Um, narrative like that's something that I grew up with and I think the way it affects me today is sometimes I just I I like telling myself to be happy like I'm I'm a well I'm not a victim but I'm a I I used to be a false positive person or like fake positivity person yeah what do you call it toxic positivity yeah there you go yeah yeah. so so I am used to be a toxically positive person to myself it's like I I don't I think the that kind of um, upbringing or being exposed to people telling you to you should be happy really makes me I often tell myself that I shouldn't feel bad in in many circumstances in the past so yeah I agree with you in terms that I think telling people what they should or shouldn't feel can really feel invalidating yeah and in a sense I sort of understand where they're coming from because um, from my end when someone's opening up to me and they're in a bad place I suddenly would feel the need to help them so that would come in like giving advice telling them things they should be grateful for trying to make them feel better and I think this is coming from like at least for me personally it's like the sense of helplessness if I don't do anything Mm. And I feel like a responsibility to try to fix things. But I think, you know, sometimes it is better to just listen. Just being there and listening is actually helping a lot. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize because in not giving advice, it sort of feels like you're not doing anything to help the person, but you actually are because you're there, you're listening. and you know, sometimes it's even good for the conversation to actually touch the subject. But like, okay, do you want some advice or do you just want someone to listen to? I like that, dude. I I, I really like that's new to me. I mean, it's not new, but like, it's. I think I think that's something that I have not yet applied in my own um, conversation. Like, you know, whether like clarify, do you actually want an advice or do you just want me to listen? Because sometimes we don't we don't make that clear, right? Sometimes. You just kind of like go to people, talk without telling them your expectation. Like for me, I think that's sometimes is the case. Oh, okay. Interesting question. So, so since we're touching on the topic of like listening, how do you try to listen? Ah, okay. Are you a good listener? (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm, (laughs) I'm a fair listener. I think, I think (laughs) I intentionally, like I'm aware that I get distracted which is, it's, it's bad for the people who I'm talking to, right? But I'm, I'm also conscious about trying to be better at listening. Like, I, I read Google articles about that. I read many articles about how to be, I actually did. And I'm, like, so glad, like, I actually made progress in college. So, I don't know, I guess I'm a fair listener, but I'm super aware that I can zone out. And I just, you know, sometimes when you have a point or an idea that you 
are excited to share about because you made this discovery. You just kind of like, I just end up interrupting, <laughs> you know, interrupting other, like my friends, which I'm very mindful about. And I'm trying not to do that. But sometimes I do it anyway, you know? Yeah, well, at least you're mindful. That's like the first step to, yes. you know, trying to be Recognize better. your flaw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, can, it can be improved though. I really believe that. Like I think, well, for, I, I, I think I'm a pretty good listener or at least. I think you um, are. Yeah. Cause I can, I can validate. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. In my life, I've um, realized that a lot of people come to me with their troubles and they keep coming back to me. So I'm like, I guess oh, I am a good listener. Girl. Yeah, I am like people's emotional pillow. They like all <laughs> their shit yeah. at me. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Which is why I need my own emotional pillow because like, you know, all these people like talking to me about their problems, you know, it like affects me mentally. So I would have to release that as well. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah, anyway, so thing. this is how I listen. Um, so I... It's important that like the other person knows that I'm listening. So sometimes mm. I have to like, mm-hmm, but not too much. <laughs> I think just like be mindful to keep the balance of letting the other person have their own space to like really release everything, but also acknowledge their feelings. And, you know, whenever they have pauses, acknowledge what they said before, ask mm. questions. I like that. You know, follow-up questions yeah so it's a lot of like a lot of letting them know that you're listening and you understand or at least you're trying to understand and like we touched on before don't try to fix the problem unless they're specifically asking you to help change something or give them advice because otherwise just be there and you just listen you know repeat some of the things they say uh ask them questions to explain things further and i think it because at least when I do it, I think about, okay, if I were in the other person's shoes, how would I want the person listening to react? I would want them to validate my feelings and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know it sucks. I understand why you feel that way. And like, how do you wow, feel about therapy this? 101. I love this. Yeah, no, it's like, this is why people keep coming back to me. I'm good listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tips and tricks. How to listen. <laughs> just listen. Okay. Yeah, no, no. But to, to be honest, like, I feel like, okay, the things that you just mentioned just now, I completely agree. And that's, so when I was reading Google articles, that's what I saw too, you know, like, um, show the other person that you actually understand and like actually try to understand. I think that's what I've been trying. I, what I try to remind myself when I'm listening to other people is actually to try, really try to understand what the other person is saying even though they're your friends. It's easier for me with strangers because like I actually don't know who the who am I talking to so I'm really trying to understand. So whereas with like my friends, sometimes I think there are moments where I think I just assume things or assume I know what they're about to say. Like there there have been that moments and um even though I try not to. Uh, oh, Clara. Oh, okay, actually, listener, whatever. I, I read this really good quote. It says something. Um, um, so don't listen to try to come up with responses, but listen to understand what the other person is saying. And I, I, I unfortunately, I forgot when I read that. It was somewhere during my um, learning session. <laughs> but I, that really helped me. 
kind of that that's the foundation of when I try to like hone my listening skills or when I try to listen to other people oh like, yeah that's a really good because because I'm not gonna lie like sometimes when I'm excited when I'm talking to other people when we're talking about exciting things like I already have responses going on in my head right like I have things to say I already have and I'm eager to share it and sometimes I think that could you know I think I would unintentionally make the other people feel unheard so I feel like it's it's a balance you know like need to be it's good that I'm aware of that now um and sometimes I'm not like I said like sometimes I interrupt because I'm excited about things but I guess that's how I I intentionally try to like listen to people and I think I agree with you what you said about like putting yourself in the shoes because like at the end of the day like it's nice to feel understood right it's 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 just so nice it's like oh you actually connect the other person actually understands you yeah because there's that like really nice feeling you get where it's like oh my feelings are valid they're okay (laughs) that I feel bad and it's like the small victories where it's like yes someone understand that I feel bad and it's okay to feel bad that's like the best like I'm not looking for someone to make me feel good I'm looking for someone to understand why I feel yeah. bad oh, dude. no that, that's that's so perfect because I feel like that's that's how I felt when I'm like um just chatting with you randomly you know like oh okay this dude this girl understands like this girl somehow experienced similar things that she understands how I feel like that feels really good like you know it's like Yes, and then you know the conversation can goes on and on. But I think it's is that piece. I think the best part about um, talking is actually that piece that you're feeling understood, and you learn new things too. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've passed the thirty minute mark. <laughs> it's been thirty five minutes, so I think we need to end this. Yeah. To conclude, you need to talk about your feelings sometimes. Don't bottle it up. And also for people who are on the other side, who are listening to people talking about their feelings, know when to shut the fuck up and just listen. Oh, you're so sweet, Clark. That is, you're, you guys, she's giving out free advice. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Just you know, I think, I think, I think, be. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell the other. Just try to listen. I guess. Like, and I tell myself that too when I try to listen to other people. And I guess at the end of the day, everyone wants to feel understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. End topic. So anyway, here's how <laughs> we're going to close off. We have a segment where we talk about one thing that we're grateful for this week. So who, who wants to, do you want to start or should you I should start? start. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> you should start. Okay. 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 So the one thing I'm grateful for this week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I am grateful for my family because, you know, uh, I had a moment where I was Skyping with my sister and then we start being nostalgic and talking about our childhood memories and all the games we used to play. Yeah, so we spent like hours just talking about all the things we used to do as a child, you know, making Sports at home, watching movies secretly at night. That's so cute. What? Yeah, playing Barbie computer games. And in reminiscing, I realized, okay, I don't have the perfect family, but I, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything because I had fun. Like growing Aww. up was like growing up was hard, but I'm grateful it happened the way it did. Cause it's like Aww. 
Are you gonna cry? Gonna no, cry? I'm just happy. This is my family, you know, like. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I'm grateful for my family, particularly my sister and my mom, because they're both great independent women who I look up to. And oh, that's so sweet. So, yeah. Okay, your turn. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, so this week I like the bonding moments that I had with my mom. It's so it's so because <laughs> like it didn't. It didn't happen a lot when I was like a kid. Like I think I definitely, you know, gotten better at like having a relationship with my parents when I'm older. And this week we just watch a a bunch of movie. I think it's a good bonding time, even though we don't talk to each other. But it was nice. Oh, what movies did you watch? Ooh, uh, um, espionage. <laughs> a lot of espionage. Yeah, I like espionage stuff. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Something about Russian spy. Oh, oh, we also watched Check Top with the Bola. <laughs> it's an Indo movie. Oh, I've I never recommend watched it. that. I recommend okay, that. Ngakak banget. Like, ngakak. Like, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. If only I'd, it's on Netflix. It, well, it, it is an Indo. So I don't, I don't yeah, know. If it is. I don't think it is here. But anyway, that's it. Minutes. Damn. That's what we're grateful for. We need it's to stop it. talking so I All don't right. have, like, so much stuff to edit. <laughs> Okay, so so we'll see you guys. Well, we're gonna talk more next week or the next two weeks. Bye. Bye.